This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. Judge Andrew Napolitano joins us at the bottom of the hour to talk about the uh, sham trials that are going on against Donald Trump yesterday exposed completely. We'll get to uh, what happened yesterday in the courtroom with the judge becoming red-faced, telling the President of the United States... Uh, to sit down. He didn't want to hear what he had to say. And Alina Haba got medieval on him. I'll share the details on that coming up here very shortly on the uh, show. Uh, also, Joe Biden wants another $16 trillion for uh, Amtrak. So $16 billion. I should, it'll, it'll end up being $16 <laughs> Amtrak, Joe Biden, what, $16 billion in railway spending for the I-95 corridor that only politicians and the, some on the East Coast ride, but otherwise the rest of the country could give a rat's behind about it. Sorry if you ride the train on the I-95 corridor. $16 billion. Whatever. Uh, you know what? How about just uh, put somebody, uh, a private uh, company in charge of it? How about that? Then it wouldn't suck. Because right now, I mean, honestly, everything the government touches, everything Joe Biden touches, turns to absolute crap. And, uh, and pretty much the uh, Amtrak's been a, a piece of crap since the beginning of time. So there you go. Crap time. You can't say that about Amtrak. Yeah, I can. They lose money hand over fist every year, like the post office. So, but Joe Biden, uh, he wants to uh, continue these uh, Rooseveltian. Uh, it, it, that's the only thing they have in their uh, economic uh, grab bag. It is, it is Roosevelt uh, Depression era um, WPA create work, not jobs. That's the only arrow in their quiver. And it's not going to work. Let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz. He's been holding for a while. Buster, what's on your mind today, man? C'est vraiment la guerre, Rob. What? Uh, C'est le Obama et Biden Grand Pomerat. <laughs> Grand Pomerat? I don't even know what that is. I know Grand oh, Piece Pomerat. of Merde. What? Pomerat is cheese for French. And you know oh, okay. Barack? okay. And Barack, Barack in French is a tool shed. A, a, a Barack. <laughs> this is really cool because Barack in English means tool. Okay, what else? how the French kind of rolls up. Okay, you know, all yeah. my life, bud, I've been around the block. I've been here in this system that was designed to fail. And, you know, I mean, I can't help but go, you know what? There was really something to that because I'm realizing what's happening now, Rob, did not happen naturally. This is not what they taught me in school, Rob. You know, they taught me everything's going to get better, the cities are going to be cool, blah, 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 blah. Nothing. The complete opposite. So I'm realizing, yeah, it is something's been undermining the system all these years. And 
and it's just not natural what's happening. Yes, of course. Uh, Buster, I appreciate the phone call. I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Au revoir. Uh, that means see ya. Um, you know, and, and uh, they've, uh, they've done this in, in, uh, successfully, at least for a while, in, in countries around the world, including um, uh, the former Soviet Union. And we all know what happened in the former Soviet Union and uh, in Italy, fascist uh, Italy. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, uh, short bridge, long. No, no, no. Sh- long bridge. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. How does it say? Uh, uh, short bridge. No. Long bridge, short piano wire. What the hell? Where's my brain? Eh, eh, eh. Need a jump start. But it never ends well. But they thought they could do it here. This time in the United States of America. Oh, this will do. We could show that, you know, I know that, the, sure, you know, the former Soviet Union in China, the, you know, ended up killing 100 plus million people last century, but we're going to get it right this time. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. The same people who lied to you about COVID could give a rat's behind about you. <laughs> they could care less if you ended up in a body pit. That should be obvious. Joe Biden had a 400,000, when 400,000 supposed people in America died of COVID, right after he was elected, they did a candlelight vigil, vigil, vigil right there along the Lincoln Memorial on either side of the reflecting pond. When they passed a million, never did a thing about it. Why is that? Huh. You figure it out. Let's go to John in Santa Cruz. Hello, John. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, am I on the air? Uh, yes, you are. Thank you. Uh, I, my subject is uh, treason. Uh, <laughs> what I want to say is the Constitution, Article 3, Section 3 says, no person shall be convicted of treason except on the testimony of two people to the same over act. Okay. I believe our country is, government is treasonous. I believe that as Black's Law Dictionary says, the uh, oath these people take to the Constitution is being violated, and the violation of that oath is the three elements for treason. Yeah, I agree, John, and, I, and I've been told by so many people, I've been told by so many, don't talk about impeachment, don't talk about treason. No. Uh, sooner or later, you have to recognize that what has happened in this country is inexcusable <laughs> is inexcusable and it will have to be punished the open so southern border the, the open southern border that is treason treasonous itself we are guaranteed a border a sovereign border is guaranteed by the federal government they're breaking their oath somebody needs to be charged with it go ahead john could i say something else uh okay uh, five, you have to give me venmo me five dollars and i'll let it happen i'm just kidding go ahead okay there is no statute of limitation for treason yeah. Okay. Thanks for the phone call, bro. I appreciate it. Here's uh, here's Rand Paul questioning uh, the DHS secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who created the Disinformation Governance Board. This man needs to go to jail forever. Did you meet with them, and were you meeting with them to discuss content? on the internet. My answer remains the same, Ranking Member Paul, that we met on a periodic basis with other federal agencies and a group of social media companies to speak with them about the threat environment that the homeland faced. Is the FBI still meeting with social media companies? Uh, we're having some interaction with social media companies, but, uh, but all of those interactions have changed fundamentally. Hey, I don't believe you. I think you're full of crap. 
Total, total, total crap. Uh, here is a, a new House Speaker Mike Johnson talking about uh, the FBI and uh, social media uh, censorship. Democrat members of Congress to intelligence agencies, including the FBI, used Twitter and other social media companies to censor Americans' speech. If the alarm bells are not going off, then you're not paying attention. Over the past three years, documents show, they prove what you guys have, have uncovered here. Is there's communication between Twitter and the FBI. It was constant. It was pervasive. Twitter was basically an FBI subsidiary before Elon Musk took oh, over. Oh, yeah, that's true. Twitter files revealed that by 2020, Twitter was engaged in open information sharing with the intelligence community. And now we know there were many intelligence agencies apparently involved in this. The FBI pressured Twitter to act on election-related tweets leading up to the 2022 election. Of course, they did it in 2020 as well. Weird. Twitter dutifully censored content as a result. Yeah, they did. Twitter executives restricted accounts. They censored speech that conflicted with the left's narrative. Twitter has used its internal tools to control and manipulate uh, considered speech considered misinformation. And who was determining that? It was the government bureaucrats. Yes. Documents show that Twitter used visibility filtering to restrict certain accounts and posts and removed people from the platform altogether. The Twitter files should be a matter of bipartisan concern for every member of Congress and every American citizen because it is a bedrock principle of our constitutional system that the government does not get to decide what speech is acceptable or true. Under the First Amendment, Americans have a right to speak freely regardless of whether their speech upsets the preferred narrative. In fact, that's when it needs the most vigorous protection. Thank you very much. But they did it, didn't they? They did it, didn't they? And they're still doing it right now. Gag orders on Donald Trump. Uh, you know, the, the media, the, the letter networks. I mean, you should never watch them again. I swear to God in heaven. You should never watch them again. They took the talking points. They said, okay, and they never asked any questions. They never asked any questions. The rest of us are screaming, why are they ignoring this? Joe Biden's corruption. Why is nobody, why is nobody in the letter networks covering it? It's very obvious. We have become the punchline. We are the thing we always feared, and it, and it happened. It happened. We're the ones, you know, everybody used to make fun of it. Like, oh, yeah, in the Soviet Union, they used to, you know, you'd do, when you'd send a letter, they would black out your words in the same way with your incoming mail. Well, we did that electronically. <laughs> the federal government did that electronically, and the mainstream media played along with it. It's pretty funny, isn't it? No, not really. I saw this. It was pretty funny. And we're talking about satire, how important satire is. It's one of the things that I do, uh, I think, pretty darn well. And, and uh, it was being censored. Babylon B and others censored. I was censored online. Had my Facebook page taken away the day after the election. YouTube page taken away. Never been able to monetize any of it. Even the T-shirt page, the, the company that does my T-shirts, censored my designs. I had a picture of a guy in a karate post that said, everybody was kung flu fighting. They banned it. Hillary in 20, never, with a, with a flag, banned it. It was all over, everywhere. Welcome to North Korea. Welcome to the third world. This is something I saw online this morning. This is a, a pretty funny use of AI. I don't usually support AI. In this piece of satire, it's pretty funny. This is a little short clip of a, of a song parody featuring Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, also known as Dr. Evil, uh, talking about um, uh, vaccine mandates and censorship of speech. Hold on, I'll get it right here. It's right here, I promise. Trust me on this. Klaus, and this is, by the way, brilliantly written as well, but again, it's, uh, it's uh, AI. Come on, play it. There we go. Try it again. Gosh darn it. I apologize. One, two, three, four, five. All the unvaccinated are still alive. A little bit of Pfizer in my arm. A little bit of BioNTech does no harm. A little Johnson Johnson does the trick. A little AstraZeneca so you don't get sick. It's booster number five. Now that wouldn't have been able to uh, be seen on social media two years ago. 
I, I couldn't say anything about, you know, my, even my thoughts on the vaccine, whether it works or not, couldn't say anything about it. Maybe you believe it does. If you do, that's great. But I couldn't say that I didn't, you know, I didn't, the reason why I didn't get it. I couldn't say it. None of that. And you know what I did? You know what I did when the government said that I couldn't on social media? I did stuff like this. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. Yeah, you get it now? Joe Biden's stupid mandate. The dumbest thing that I've ever seen. Remember what I was told, or you were told, you shouldn't talk about uh, transgendered men competing with women in sports. Well, the transgendered women, they were men because it was uh, transphobic and all that. And, and you couldn't talk about it on social media because your posts would get taken down or you get shadow banned. Well, I did this with Jim Gossett. I am woman, not a man, despite this new transgender ban. Though my voice is deep and I've got facial hair. They banned me, but I'll be back. Bravery I do not lack. You don't have to tell me to grow a pair. Do you get it now? Do you get it now? I remember, you know, a few months ago, you may have heard, I, I, I decided to take a turn back to my roots, which is satire, political satire comedy and commentary. And I realized my TV show, which is weekend show on Newsmax, but it's huge. Donald Trump says I'm the funniest man on television. And I realized that for the first time in my career, TV audience was coming to my radio audience. And when they got to hear, they were just hearing a guy who's angry, pounding the desk, being like all the other conservative pundits. And I said, no, 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 they can't do comedy. You've got to focus on that. And we've been doing it ever since. And it's blowing up. <laughs> it's getting huge. It's getting, it's getting huge. And it's growing every single day. All right, we're going to move on to uh, Joe Biden uh, talking about, of all things, I know ne- g- government never does this, uh, uh, building infrastructure as a way to create jobs. Because that's all they have in their quiver. And also, by the way, you know that, that story that's been debunked about him riding the rails for a million miles and the little conductor that it was Buddy who died years earlier, uh, even though he, you know, he, he was spouting this story? Well, he said it twice in 60 minutes yesterday. Think he's going to be the presidential candidate? That's coming up, and this is the Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. You ever wonder about woke, what woke is all about? Well, all of this nonsense that we're going through, we have gone through the last couple of years, is wokeness. Where does wokeness come from? Uh, the uh, Democrats originally, like, uh, uh, said, oh, woke is great, woke is that. Now they're saying, oh, no, woke, oh, yeah, woke is, you know, whatever, it's a pejorative. And, all. Uh, and the same way with CRT. They said it wasn't being taught in schools. Now they're defending it. That's what they do. This is Liz Wheeler. She is a, uh, an influencer, author, conservative pundit, talking about the, the, uh, the origins of woke, where all this nonsense is from. And it'll make sense. The word woke or wokeness is just the modern euphemism for Paulo Freire's critical consciousness. Paulo Freire is a Brazilian Marxist who I discuss at length in my book, Hide Your Children, Exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack mm. on America's Kids. He yep. said what teachers should do is should teach children critical consciousness or how to view the world. So yeah. Paulo Freire's critical consciousness, we now call this wokeness. You are constantly labeling certain groups as oppressors and yeah. other groups as oppressed. It's a classic Marxist dialectic. Oh, yeah. That's what we're seeing in the United States. It's not just this random made up word for a concept of crazy, insane things. No, no, this is actual Marxism that came from a specific person who constructed a specific strategy for how to train 
young people through the public school system to be Marxist revolutionaries. Yeah, that's what it was all about, kids. I won't do that. I will do the hand clap again. But that's what it is. And uh, fortunately, COVID taught us this. And I told you, you don't, you don't have the expectation as a parent to send your kids off to schools you're paying for to have them come back as radical America-hating Marxist. Enough is enough is enough. Done with this nonsense. Okay. So when COVID happened, there were some people who controlled the narrative. Uh, Anthony Fauci and others, CDC, HHS, all of this took away the autonomy of your doctor to prescribe medicines in the fashion that he or she wanted to to do. And also, there were supply chain issues, and people couldn't get a hold of their medicine. The wellness company was created because of all of that. And Dr. Peter McAuliffe is one of the principals, one of the most censored men in America, even though he was telling the truth. They created these emergency medical kits. You can order life-saving medications like ivermectin, z amoxicillin, among others. And you're going to need it, whether it's tick bites, whether it's COVID, whether it's a bioweapon. The Wellness Company Medical Kit is exactly what you need right now. You need it. I've got mine. You just go online, you fill out a, a series of questions, and you get it in the mail, and you got it. Mine is, hold on, right here, hold on. Don't worry, ladies. That's actually my medicine kit from the wellness company. Here's what you got to do to get one. Just go to twc.health slash Carson. twc.health slash Carson. Order today. 10% off. Use the promo code Carson. I'm not telling you this uh, to, to blow wind up your, you know. I'm telling you this because you're going to need it. It's good to have because we never know what's going to happen with the idiots who are in charge in the, in the White House and the government right now. So again, go to twchealth.com or dot, no, twc.health slash Carson. There you go, Carson. twc.health slash Carson, 10% off the wellness company. You will not uh, regret it. So Joe Biden is out promoting, uh, well, you know, typical, uh, uh, you know, uh, infrastructure, Rooseveltian economics, and his latest is uh, rebuilding Amtrak, the I-95, I-95 corridor, corridor that most Americans don't ride on. But he's going to invest $16 billion a year tax money into it as, uh, as our military uh, barracks are falling apart, our military members are having to sign up for food stamps, and American people are having to cut back on everything. But he- announcing historic investment in America's railroads. I've been talking about this for a long time, I know. But finally, finally we're getting it done. More than $16 billion, 16 with a B, billion dollars here in the Northeast part. Yeah, it's our money. It's not you, it's our money. And then, of course, he had to tell this stupid story about a train conductor that never happened. He came up to me as I walked in, he said, Joey, and he grabbed my cheek, he said, Joey, baby. I said, all this stuff, because I just published in the newspaper that I had traveled a million, 200,000 miles on Air Force planes as vice president. They published that on a regular basis. Okay, so that, that story has been discounted, by the way. The guy had died, I guess, before that and all that. But it didn't stop Joe from telling the guys in the rail yard the same damn story within an hour. You know, they were, they were talking about when I was vice president, they uh, did an article about Biden had traveled well, I think it was 1,200,000 miles on aircraft. Yeah, you know, okay. Yeah, that's great, Mr. President. Okay. Miles We've heard this. To, okay. And so Just I'm getting paid. on the train, and Secret Service are this, great guys. Is this a conductor They understand that we'd rather me not ride trains because more things can happen all right, on all the train. Right, yeah, that's great. We got some, 
stuff to do. Instead of flying home. You gotta go but I had to come home see my mom. She wasn't living with me. Oh, anyway. You know what? You know what? Joe Biden is a hybrid. Um, uh, Mr. Magoo, Abe Simpson, and uh, Joseph Stalin's ghost. I think he's all three. All three of those. We're going to switch gears, talk about this. Uh, one of the indictments of Donald Trump in New York City, Elena Haba and others from the man, the legend, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. It's the dead of night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What is your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution, the new MC-14 tip-up pistol from EAA Corp. And Gerson, this game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this, the MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodnight to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you're ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boosting a 13 plus 1 round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAACorp.com today. That's EAACorp.com. Peace, brother. Uh-oh. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. Everybody know that he is the judge. Yeah, baby. Judge Andrew Napolitano on the phone with us, the Newsmax Hotline. Hey, Judge, did you realize that? Did, did you realize there was a song? Did you realize there was a song by a guy named Pigmeat Markham in 1968 who did that song? Here come the judge. You know, I thought it was Flip Wilson, but uh, another one of our regular colleagues who introduces me the same way you do did the research on Pigmeat Markham, not his real name, of course, his stage name. Uh, and he was uh, an actor, singer, dancer in Harlem in the old days. And he's the one who actually wrote that, not Cliff Wilson. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I just feel bad that I, that I know it was a stage name because there are a lot of people who probably named their kid Pigmeat after that guy. So, you know, I mean, it's kind of disappointing to hear that. <laughs> so, this is right uh, up your alley, the origin oh. of the <laughs> oh, you, you bet, bro. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a total pop culture geek. My head is so populated with pop culture nonsense that I have to have experts on like you to cover the real stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's talk, Judge, about this case in New York City where Donald Trump is being accused of over-inflating the value of his properties when banks signed off on it by sending their own people out to see if the property's worth it. Give him billions of dollars in loans. He paid them back in full, no complaints. And that's a crime, apparently. Alina Haba came out of uh, the courtroom yesterday on fire. Uh, what did you think after what happened yesterday in the courtroom? Well, uh, this is not a criminal case. It's a civil case. It's a bizarre, bizarre statute. I don't know that it exists in any other state. It goes back to the era of the robber barons, the super rich, right, uh, before yes. World War One. 
and the legislature, I guess, was jealous uh, of their wealth and believed that somehow they were borrowing money and not paying it all back, and they were looking for a way to insinuate themselves into this wealth. So the government can actually engage in a land grab or a cash grab, even though um, nobody in these commercial transactions lost a nickel. The banks were paid back in full. The banks made so much money, they willingly lent it to Trump again. And Trump, of course, was profitable because he used the money to, to build buildings, to modernize buildings that he already owned, and to create jobs. Uh, that's the backdrop for this. What happened yesterday is very, very unusual, and because he's the former president, is utterly unprecedented. It's unusual because Trump's sons last week and Trump yesterday were not there testifying in their own defense. They were not called by their own lawyers. They were called by the government as government witnesses against themselves which the government can do in a civil case, but cannot do in a criminal case. I thought that his two sons, whom I, know, I know all the characters here, but the two sons, Donald Jr. and Eric, did a superb job of explaining to the jury, we are high-ranking executives of a large corporation with thousands of employees. We don't do the math. We don't double-check the numbers. We don't even proofread the documents. When lawyers and accountants give them to us, we signed them. Great. Good defense. Yesterday, the former president got on the witness stand and shot himself in the foot. Because when the uh, government's lawyer said, who is responsible for adding up the numbers and making sure there's no fraud and making sure there's no deception? Instead of saying, my lawyers and my accountants, like his son did, he answered with one word, everybody. Uh. Because of his bravado, and we both know it, he can occasionally shoot himself in the foot, metaphorically. He did that two months ago when his lawyers got on national television and said everything he did on January 6th was pursuant to legal advice. Well, if that's true and if a jury believes it, that's a defense to all the charges against him. Except when he goes on national television and says, my lawyers were rhinos, they were dopes, I didn't believe them, I didn't respect them, I didn't follow their advice. Bingo. Shot himself in the other foot, because he just lost the, de the, the defense of advice of counsel. So how did uh, but that go? It's a stupid law, and they shouldn't be there. But they're there, it is the law, and I don't think he helped himself. Well, according to some legal experts, nothing like this has been tried in the state of New York before. So clearly, this, in combination with three other indictments, are a political hit job on Donald Trump. That's what this no is question. all about. There's no question about that. The, the system in New York, um, Rob, allows prosecutors and judges running for office to make political promises. Now, this judge ran for office long before Trump was on the political scene, so there's no political promises from him. But this prosecutor, this attorney general, ran for office on the promise of she was going to get Trump. Now, it is reprehensible for law enforcement to commence in politics, but that is the system in New York.
What do you think is going to happen with all of this, sir? And and if the uh, the state of New York decides they're going to take or rest Donald Trump's businesses from his, which is, by the way, the same damn thing that Nicolas Maduro does when he walks down a promenade in Caracas and goes, I appropriate that building. I appropriate that building. I appropriate that building. It's been done before. That's how third world dictate, dictatorial hellholes do it. What's going to happen? Uh, how will this be appealed? Obviously, it can't stand. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to say that I agree with you. And I'm not sorry that I agree with you. I'm sorry that this is such a sad state of affairs. I believe well, he's already lost the first part of the case, which is, did they do it? Did they engage in fraud? The judge already ruled as a matter of law that they did. This trial is not about, did they do it? This trial is about, A, did they commit any criminal acts in doing it? B, how much more money did they earn than they would have earned had they not engaged in the fraud? So how much money should the judge extract from them? Should he take their licenses to engage in commercial real estate away from them? Should he appoint a special master to sell their uh, assets? I think they're going to lose on all three counts, but I think that an appeals court will dial a lot of it back. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Well, I, uh, I, the appeals court has interfered with this trial, which is almost unheard of in New York, three times already, and all three times was to reverse decisions made by this trial judge. So, if you take the circus-like atmosphere away, if you take the judge's histrionics away, if you take the politics of the attorney general away, if you take the politics of the liberal Democrat judge away, and go to the appellate court where it's quieter and more academic, I think Trump has a much better chance there. Uh, that's not going to happen Also, oh, where the judge hasn't already, and, and judge, and, and where a judge, that judge has already made up his mind. Alina Haba has already made that very apparent, that this judge had every intention of taking, uh, confiscating everything that by, here's what, here's what Alina Haba had to say. I want you to listen to what you have to say, and I, I'd like to hear your opinion as a jurist. Organization, all affiliated companies, even his trust, be dissolved. That was ordered before we walked into that courtroom. And I want the American people to understand this judge already ordered that the Trump organization, all affiliated companies, even his trust, be dissolved. That was ordered before we walked into that courtroom, before an expert took the stand, before anybody took the stand, and before my clients could even take the stand and defend themselves. What do you have to say about her uh, her thoughts about the judge having uh, a, a political predisposition to, uh, well, to convict what, what Donald Trump? Said, what she said is true, but it was on the basis of an application made by the government called summary judgment. It's where one side can show that even if what the other side says is true, they still lose. Why hold a trial? So what they did is bifurcate it. They separated liability. Was there deception and fraud from how much deception and fraud was there? So just looking at the Trump documents, the judge decided, I don't need to hear testimony on this. I will construe these documents in a light most favorable to Trump and find that there still is fraud there. That's the summary judgment uh, standard. So what she sure. said is correct, but it's not, a, it's not a predisposition born out of hatred for Trump. It's a predisposition based upon his examination of the Trump organization documents in the case. Look, I don't defend this guy. I just want to explain the... Uh, 
the procedures that are used when judges can make decisions, which we call summary judgment, that's a, a ruling on the basis of the law, it saves a lot of trial time. The only time you can make the ruling on the basis of law is when you, you draw all inferences in favor of the party resisting that application. So on the basis of Trump's interpretation of Trump's documents, the judge ruled that there was fraud and deception. How he did it, okay. I don't know, but that's what he did. Well, uh, you know, that's fine. We, we'll all, it'll all be uh, weeded out in the end. You certainly know more about this uh, uh, jurisprudence than I do, but I will tell you, uh, I, I absolutely believe the, the judge, obviously, Letitia James is a political hack. Uh, she is, uh, this judge has been, has been chosen for this reason. And, and I do believe that they will think they got away with something until the appeal. Uh, because yesterday there were already, there were already articles out there. Oh, yeah, Donald Trump's going to lose voters. If he gets one count, he's going to lose voters. That's not going to happen, Judge. I I don't think so. Let me ask you about the uh, the uh, assault on free speech that has just been. I mean, we've known about it for a while. I've been talking about it forever. Chuck Grassley uh, and Ron Johnson and others, Jim Jordan, have found that the uh, the FBI created the Stanford Virility Project. They shut down conservative speech on all social media platforms. Uh, I would assume you have been a part of that. I know I have been a part of that, as well as Newsmax, my network, and a host of other individuals. Everything from COVID protocols to CRT to BLM, to, to the election, to Russian disinformation, all censored by our federal government. What are your thoughts on this, and what should happen to the people who perpetrated it? Well, uh, three states of the United States have sued the federal government to enjoin this. A federal judge in Texas enjoined uh, the FBI and the, and the DHS from having any communications whatsoever other than ordinary work that they do, uh, investigating a crime, et cetera. Um, a, a federal appellate court in New Orleans upheld that. The Supreme Court vacated it until they hear an appeal. I believe that the Supreme Court will reinstate the injunction and absolutely and totally prohibit FBI and DHS from having anything to do with the freedom of speech. I mean, the whole purpose of the First Amendment is to keep the government out of the business of the freedom of speech. The phrase, Congress shall make no law, abridging the freedom of speech, today means no government shall do anything. No government, federal, state, local, executive, legislative, or judicial, shall do anything to impair, interfere with, prevent, stifle, or even chill or threaten the freedom of speech. Now, will anything happen? No. Maybe you don't think a so. Trump, maybe a Trump Department of Justice would prosecute FBI agents that did this, but the government has a history, except in the most extreme of cases where there's money and corruption involved, the, the government has a history of protecting its own. The what about Joe? This, but nobody will pay a penalty. Yeah, I figured that. Uh, what about Joe Biden and uh, uh, new uh, possibility of uh, of subpoenaing forty Biden associates, family members, with regard to corruption? Is the uh, is the lid coming off of this thing? I think the lid's going to come off. I also think he's not going to run for re-election, and that'll put the lid back on. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the Democrats are going to go to him and say, "Joe, you're bringing us down to Armageddon. Go back to your beach house uh, in in Rehoboth, Delaware." and the House investigators will leave you alone. That's the deal uh, that I think uh, will be cut. Otherwise, you're going to have a 
deeply wounded uh, president with a horrible and indefensible uh, record as uh, as chief executive, trying to fight uh, two wars, neither of which uh, the American public supports uh, as a war, running us into uh, uh, bankruptcy at the tune of a trillion or two a year uh, against a still very popular but wounded former president. The public doesn't want this. It's not. It's it's a Hobson's choice. All right, uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano, I greatly appreciate your uh, your expertise. Uh, you got a dog in the hunt as far as the NFL is concerned. Is there is there a oh favorite team? God, don't even mention that to me. Do the Giants still play football? <laughs> <laughs> was, I know. I went to every single Giant home game for 10 years. It was the dry stretch during which they never made it to the playoffs. They since have won four Super Bowls. They had a great year last year, and this year, with the same coaching staff and the same personnel, they are the worst team in the NFL. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you joining me. Have a uh, glorious, glorious rest of your week. Uh, Where can people find you on social media, my friend? Well, they can find me on our beloved Newsmax about five or six times a week, and they can go to my podcast, which is Judging Freedom. Rob, last uh, month in October... Eight million views. So I'm, I'm at the crest of a wave now. I'm 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 ecstatic. <laughs> you know what you need? You need to have a guest like a nationally syndicated talk show hosted comedy writer. That would be great. You're on. You're on, <laughs> my man. We'll reach all the best. All right, brother. Take care of yourself. We'll talk again soon. This is the Rob Carson Show. It's a Rob Carson show. I want to thank uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano for being on the show. I don't agree with a good deal of what Let's he had to say today. Down today. This is uh, this is Alina Haba outside the courtroom yesterday. And uh, what happened yesterday, reportedly, is that uh, Donald Trump pulled a piece of paper from his suit jacket, claiming it would clear him of wrongdoing in the two hundred fifty million dollar fraud case. Uh, Judge Ingeron, who by the way was smiling and uh, waving at the MSNBC camera when he was welcomed in, and he's a political hack who is uh, there to convict Donald Trump. Nothing Donald Trump says will be considered by this judge before the judge uh, rules against. Him. I'm going to tell you that now. The paper in question reportedly was a disclaimer clause relating to a financial statement that Letitia James is using to go after him. Trump said, I would love to read this, Your Honor, if I could. The judge said, not at this point, not at this point. Ingaran replied, I'm shocked. Trump shot back. The uh, disclaimer clause, according to Trump, meant that he wasn't liable for any inaccuracies on the documents. I think that the statements of financial conditions were very good, were actually somewhat conservative, and they were totally protected, and so was I by the disclaimer clause. That's what he said, and here is what Alina Habe had to say after she got out of court. I was yelled at, and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. Because not every American citizen gets a camera and a microphone. And what I'm seeing is such a demise of American judicial system and democracy. Miss James came out this morning and said that she knew Mr. Trump, and she always calls him Mr. Trump because it kills her that he was the president, but the 45th president of this country, one of the best presidents we've had, 
has built a great company. It's worth a ton more than that statement of financial condition. And she doesn't know how to get out of it because her politics won't allow her. She calls him a bully. She says he's going to bring out racial slurs. He's going to say things today and taunt her. Well, Miss James, you taunted him. Before you came into office, before you saw one record, one statement of financial condition, you taunted him. You said his administration was too male and too pale. Oh, yeah. Those are her words. That's racist. She said that she and Michael Cohen were going to be his biggest nightmare. Where I have some news for you. Michael Cohen folded, Perjury. lied, and crumbled. Yeah. Your star witness, along with all the DAs and corrupt AGs, need to be paying attention to what happens when you let us take the stand. When you let my client speak the truth, and the judge can tell me to sit down, and he can try and shorten my client's testimony, but it is loud and clear. Yes, it is. And the American people know that these four indictments are a political witch hunt timed just in time for the election, including this one in New York that has no freaking standing. So I'm going to disagree with Judge Napolitano on it. I appreciate his opinion on some other things, and I take it all, uh, you know, to task. Let's take a break. Uh, this is a Rob Carson Show. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is the Rob Carson Show. And this would be our number three of the Rob Carson Show. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680 if you would like to uh, chime in on anything. We're talking about Selection Day in several states, including Virginia, where they could take, the GOP could take both houses of, uh, of Congress there, which would be great because uh, Virginia's on the right track with a great governor, by the way, and they've turned the... Uh, the uh, uh, the clock back as we did this weekend on things like CRT and schools. I believe Loudoun County School Board is up for election today, and you should vote all of them out. Every single damned one of them who were down with transgenderism in bathrooms and CRT in schools and uh, and teaching children about uh, uh, sex ed and transgenderism when they're in elementary school. Oh yeah, and shutting down the schools for COVID and destroying their children's lives by listening to the teachers union and the federal government. There you go. There's your reasons. Oh, and by the way, uh, the Democrat Party, if you, as you go out and vote today, if you are a woman, realize that the Democrat Party feels the only value you have is to end a pregnancy. I'm not kidding. They always talk about women don't make as much money as men and all that, which is a myth. Women choose fields like teaching, nursing, things like that. Men more, make more money when they are whatever. Maybe they're working uh, high-rise welder. Maybe the underground, underwater welder. I a lot of welding here. You know, uh, you know, whatever. But, but, yeah, when it comes to the exact same job, if women worked for 70% of what men do, then there would be no men employed. So you're being played. And, and while you're being played on abortion, which they have made into the most important thing in a woman's life is the ability to end the pregnancy, not to have the baby, which is really the most important thing, like me here. Ta-da! Yeah, I was born because my mom had me. 
They, they have made that into a talking point. The same points that they've driven into your head for years. All Republicans are racist. The Democrat Party is not racist. It's the, it's the party that can save you if you're a black person. Now we know all of that was a lie. Because they took you for granted. They took women for granted because they had abortion. They're still pushing the abortion. And they took black people for granted because they knew they had their votes. And uh, I can go on and on and on about this. You've better heard it before. So just know that. The Democrat Party offers you nothing. They offer you no hope. They offer you you no uh, ability to uh, achieve the American dream. All they offer you is fear, panic. The world's going to end. Everybody's a racist except for us. Honestly, intellectually and moral bankrupt party. And I hope to heaven that this uh, is a bellwether for the 2024 election. And I think it will be. I think it will be. I think it will be. Biden administration is uh, ratcheting up pressure on Israeli government to declare a pause. It's not a ceasefire. It's a pause. See how they change the, uh, the uh, language? In fighting against Hamas, even as Israel continues to push the terror organization into a corner. Yeah, Hamas is getting uh, their clocks cleaned. And Israel's saying, you know what? Uh, We're not going to stop until they're all dead. And I'm 1,000% behind them. 1,000% behind them. Benjamin Netanyahu said there will be no pause in the fighting until you release all the hostages. Yeah, they have 10 of ours, and they murdered 30 Americans. So pound Hamas to dust. Everything that all these protesters have to say mean nothing. They are a temper tantrum an astroturf movement in this country to try to convince the world that there is a mass movement to kill all the Jews that is popularly supported by humanity. That's not the case. It's not the case. And that's why if you see someone taking down pictures of a, of a kidnapped Jewish child off a phone post, videotape them. If they're wearing a mask, can you get, can you get, if you just grab a mask and you see their face, is that assault, whatever? I think it'd be worth it. Sorry, I think it'd be worth it. I want to know who's doing this. I want to know what sort of terrorist is behind this. And I want people who are here espousing the destruction of Israel, if they're not in the country as a citizen, bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But to people who do this kind of thing, people who harass Jewish people, people who uh, do things like taking down pictures, et cetera, et cetera, videotape them, make them famous. Make them famous so their job sees them. Make them famous for their, so their school sees them. Make them famous. Anyway, uh, Joe Biden uh, held a phone call with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday, urged him to declare humanitarian pause. That's what uh, John Kirby said. And he ain't going to do it. You can beg all you want. But uh, sorry, if you, if you commit a 7th century slaughter and then promise you'll do it again and again and again, then you have to be destroyed. That's it. Sorry. You have to be destroyed. That's all there is to it. Republicans are pushing another resolution to censure uh, Rachida Tlaib. You know why? Because she went, she doubled down on her BS. She said that uh, the, the expression from the river to the sea is about freedom and human rights and peaceful coexistence. Well, everybody knows it's not. Somebody made the comparison this morning. That's like saying that, uh, that Mein Kampf is a, a, a book of bedtime stories. You know? So it's ridiculous. That's like I said, saying that Achtung Juden means hi. Hi, hi, Jewish person. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But they are considering another uh, uh, censorship resolution. Uh, Tlaib's controversial treat, uh, tweet uh, described the expression from the river to sea. We know this. GOP Representative Rich McCormick of Georgia, who's one of the last Republicans who voted to table Green's resolution, is back on board. I've come forward with a serious resolution to censure Rashida Tlaib that condemns her racist and hate-filled rhetoric. And it is. It's not protected speech. It's not Cory Booker, who is a Democrat apparatchik, and uh, I mean, honestly, wow, a corrupt tool. Uh, also, the minority leader in the House, he was asked about uh, Rashida Tlaib saying that from the river to the sea is just a happy greeting. Maybe there'll be like at Hallmark will come up with a new series of cards from the river to the sea greeting cards. No, I don't think so. But here he is being asked and changing the subject to talking points that they think is going to work this coming election. I want to call out to everybody right now. These final hours, this is what's on the ballot. That's not it. This is it. This is um, Hashi- Hakeem Jeffries on uh, R- Rashida Tlaib. Sorry about that. Here is the actual one. Are you concerned about her use of that phrase from the river to the Ah, the extreme bag of Republican. Do with the American people. They want to default on our debt, no. shut down the government, no. crash the economy, no. censure Democrats, yes. uh, and avoid holding their own members accountable. This is who they are. They thought that that, uh, that speech that Joe Biden gave in front of Independence Hall last year would hold sway and would catch on, but he's not a popular man. And he's uh, uh, demented, uh, has dementia, and he's completely morally and intellectually bankrupt and corrupt. And so when he said that uh, MAGA Republicans are MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy, it didn't catch fire. But they're going to continue with it, even though they're watching their, uh, their leads uh, slide in five battleground states. Donald Trump leads by as much as 11, and it's not going any, uh, anywhere because you, you made him not just a candidate. You made him a movement. Then they arrested him and got a mugshot and made him a folk hero. That's what's happening. That is what is happening in our country right now. Uh, and then you've got a bunch of uh, radicals out, uh, and, and, and they're turning against Democrats, which is kind of interesting. I think it's kind of uh, interesting. This is uh, Cory Booker trying to speak when a bunch of we radical, in New Jersey. when a radical uh, Islamist decided to shout him down. I want to call out to everybody right now, these final hours, this is what's on the ballot. We should know in New Jersey how privileged we are. Oh, please. There are so many places in our country right now where people want to make sure that we have. This is what makes America great. The power to protest. The power to have free speech. The power of America. Katie walks off stage. Yeah. Yeah, America, or the world is not calling for a ceasefire. It's not. These people are, because they're bought and paid for. They're calling for the ceasefire. American people aren't. We're saying kick their asses. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, this is, um, b- 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after the protest Sunday in Washington, D.C., where they attempted to recreate the summer of 2020 and still hope to, they wrecked and vandalized Lafayette Park near the White House. Once again, they did it. Today, there's a gentleman there, uh, a gentleman of color, who did a uh, video afterwards and uh, is kind of tired of the BS. 
here he is walking around the uh, the uh, the statue of uh, the, uh, Mr. Lafayette. The White House gates have been vandalized. The streets are strewn with trash. But the biggest insult is here in Lafayette Park with General Lafayette, mm -hmm. the Palestinian flag was raised and it still remains. And they have this free Palestinian graffiti. They have it here. Um, the General Lafayette and his compatriots, free Palestine, they have raised the Palestinian flag on the grounds of the White House at Lafayette Park. And walk around with me, look at this. I have, I've never been so outraged. They've raised the Palestinian flag. And more graffiti. If you see somebody uh, spraying graffiti on something, and I'm not saying you should do something foolish, uh, but, you know, if you got it like a 20-on-one situation, uh, you can grab the uh, spray paint from them. And it's done with this crap. Done with this tipper tantrum. We had it in 2020. It cost $2 billion worth of damage. 30 lives a police officer murdered in St. Louis. All built on a lie. On a lie of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter never held accountable for the fact that they've done nothing for the black community, but embezzle money and make themselves rich, just like the leaders of Hamas. The Hamas billionaires, exactly the same, exactly the same. Use the people as a shield against yourself uh, uh, with regard to Hamas. Martyrs being offered money for their families in the United States, accidental martyrs, only if a white cop kills a black man and then the family gets a settlement. And both places get murals spray painted on the walls and candles and the whole deal and they are used for the next attack. Same thing. Exact same thing. And here is Bernie Sanders, who is Jewish. You would think he would know better, but the left, they put party before everything else, even if it means their own destruction. Here is Bernie Sanders talking about Israel's right to retaliate after October the 7th. Four weeks ago, more than 1,400 Israelis, mostly civilians, were slaughtered in their homes and at a festival. You've been critical of Israel's response recently. How do you think Israel should be responding? Well, this is what you got. It's, I think, clear to most people. What Hamas did, and Hamas is an awful terrorist organization, is they slaughtered 1,400 people in cold blood. Israel has a right to defend itself. But what Israel does not, in my view, have a right to do is to kill thousands and thousands of innocent men, women, and children who had nothing to do with that attack. So the immediate concern, to my mind... Is now, this is what happens when your leaders use you as a human shield. Build an extreme uh, network of caves under your hospital, under your school. Uh, park uh, rocket launchers near your school, near your apartment complex. And Israel's being very careful about who they go after. And considering the number of sorties that they've sent and the number of, of buildings they've taken down, the death toll has been very, very restricted to military. But because Hamas uses the people, those people are going to die. They're trying to escape. Israel's giving them an opportunity. says, here's where you need to go. Get out. Hamas is stopping. And if they don't stop, they're shooting them. It's happening.
I got to share this. This is in England, and this is a perfect example of the left. Of the left, a far left activist, presumably an American, has a. There's an anti-Israel protest going on Saturday. He attempted to convince pro-Palestinian Muslims to support trans ideology. Now we've said in this country that uh, you know we've got these idiots who uh, who say you know trans LGBTQ for Hamas or or Palestine. They would be murdered summarily. Wait till you hear what I play on the other side of this break. This stupid American college student decides to tell these radical jihadis that uh, LGBTQ is important. And he realized that he was not among friendlies. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. So uh, I've got this audio from uh, some far-left activists from America, college students who, you know, are convinced that uh, Hamas would allow LGBTQ rights uh, and ends up getting uh, in with the wrong crowd in London. I'll uh, share that in one moment. This is a headline that I saw the other day. You know, CBS is a complete propaganda machine. Uh, last weekend, they propped up uh, the absolute incompetence of Kamala Harris the week before. Uh, they, they talked about Joe Biden fitting him into his schedule. He's so busy. Uh, you know, the, the, the two wars and all this. You know, CPS, BS. Yeah. Well, here's their headline More Americans over 75 are working than ever. And they're probably having more fun than you. Oh, no, they're not. Not if they live, I don't know, maybe in the villages in Florida. They're riding around in a golf cart to their neighborhood, having, uh, you know, mar- margaritas at 4 p.m. I'm thinking they're having more fun. Yeah. And you know what? You're never going to get there. Uh, you know, unless you start doing something about it. Because I got to tell you, if you're dependent on your house, who the heck knows what's going to happen? You're dependent on the banks? Are you kidding me? So maybe it's time to invest in some precious metals. How about that? How about taking some of your, your liquid cash while you have it and investigate, invest it in something that, that will gain in value? You know it because it's always had value. Swiss America is the company I choose. They are a triple A plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They can educate you on protecting your assets so you don't have to work to 85 years old or, or work until you die like they do in Congress. So you can read their shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. It's going to tell you what the government is doing to centralize banks, digitize the currency, and take your money from you. So they can't take the precious metals from you. Maybe this is a way to protect your assets. Here's the number. Write it down. 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. This is an all-out war on cash. Digital forms of currency, too. It's growing daily. Get the secret war on cash. Learn about precious metals. Just mention my name when you call or text, okay? Carson. Just use the name Carson. 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. Or go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates apply. So uh, in London, a woke activist was like shocked during an anti-Israel protest Saturday in London, which isn't an anti-Israel protest. It's a kill the Jews uh, protest is what it is. It is a kill the Jews protest, pro-Hamas protest. That's what it is. And when you hear the people involved in this, you'll know that it's over for England. All right? It's over. When you can be this openly anti-Semitic, they better do something about it. 
And some countries are already doing that. Some of the Nordic countries are already doing that. France is going to do it. France. We better get to it, too. So anyway, they uh, this uh, they were uh, this guy was over here and uh, and he was uh, in a pro Palestinian Muslims over there and he started to talk about the trans ideology. Okay, so there was this uh, billboard. Chris was there and he had a sign. You've seen this guy. It says children cannot consent to puberty blockers. Right. So he's an anti-Israel and he thought his buddies over here in the hijabs would join in and believe his leftist pap. He almost got himself in trouble. You know this about guy is kids? trying to propagate anti-LGBTQ, anti-LGBTQ propaganda. He's trying to tell children that they are not allowed to be trans. Now, so he's saying he's trying to tell children they can't be allowed to be trans. Now, how do you suppose the radical Islamists he's standing there feel about that? Suck your mum, bro. Yeah, it didn't go too well. They're saying now. Yeah. But in some religions, yeah. some religions they accept that, but in our religion you can't do that. So in our religion you can't do that. We don't um, agree with your faith. Yeah, it didn't go so well for the, uh, the lefty. He thought he'd have a bunch of his uh, fellow sucker punchers over there. And that's what the left does. They're sucker punchers. They, they, they hit you one time, they run away. They hold their protest, they run away. Barack Obama, he'll, he'll hit out and say, oh, yeah, it's everybody's fault. And then he'll just slink away out of the spotlight again, not answering any questions. They're sucker punchers. That's what they are. And this punk thought he could sucker punch. He almost got himself punched. Because if he said that in Gaza, and if he said that in, uh, hell, any, almost any Middle Eastern country... Uh, they would have taken him out and given him a serious beat down, and he might not have survived it. That's the way it is. But, you know, that's what self-loathers are all about. They hate themselves so much they don't even care if they die because they don't think that people will do it to them. Uh, they will. They've already said they will. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. I don't understand the self-loathing white liberal. I don't get it. I identified Karen in 1995. When I was in uh, Minneapolis, I did a morning show at KS95 Radio. It was a music morning show. And we'd have these uh, white uh, liberal Karens call in when I did something that might be considered, you know, uh, slightly offensive to them, right? And it might have been uh, probably at that time high school mascots and the banning of uh, Native American mascots and all that. And I'd have these women to call up and they'd say, well, I just want you to say that I'm offended by this and a lot of people who are in that situation. I'd say, are you a Native American? Well, no, I'm not, but I know somebody. And I call them the Dawn Patrol. That's what I called them back then, the Dawn Patrol. A bunch of busy bodies. Uh, if, you, if you grew up and, and maybe you saw in syndication, there was a TV show called Bewitched. I remember watching it when I was a little boy in, uh, in syndication after school, Bewitched, Gilligan's Island. You know, the great television that was out there. It wasn't too bad. It was pretty funny. But, uh, but with Bewitched, there was this uh, neighbor, and her name was Gladys Kravitz. She was a busybody. She was the original busybody Karen is what she was. Although, she had evidence. I mean, she was legit peeking into windows because she had seen Indora suddenly appear out of nowhere, sitting on top of a, a lamp on an end table, and Dr. Bombay suddenly come from Mount Everest to be standing in the living room. So she had a case 
but she was a busybody Karen uh, involved in somebody else's bid mass. And, and so uh, there are a lot of these people. They are self-loathing liberals. They, they want to hug you, even though you want to kill them, like the terrorists in, in the Middle East, who, who hate, who hate the LGBTQ community, who hate uh, uh, liberals, uh, who hate uh, liberalism, uh, and they want to murder all of us, right? And you got this idiot who goes over, and, and uh, like I told you a few minutes ago, this guy goes over to an anti-Israel protest and decides to go after a guy who's holding a poster talking about LGBTQ, whatever, and he found out that all of the Islamists, they don't allow that. And he's like, oops. And, and I had mentioned this earlier. There's this uh, TV show in Israel called Eretz Nederet. I don't know how to say, you know, whatever. It means wonderful country. It's like, a, you know, it's like... A, uh, in Living Color, slash SCTV, slash SNL. And here, they, these two actors are pretending to be essentially American university students at a, a university they made up called Columbia Unticity, I guess is what it's called. Here they are. Uh, they invite, they're doing a show, and they're talking about their woke bullcrap and all the idiocy. And, and they decide to go live to Gaza, where there is a Hamas terrorist standing by for a live shot. And, uh, and the, the, the Hamas terrorist only wants to kill them. But they don't see that, because they, they think you can coexist. You know that bumper sticker says coexist, spelled out in religious symbols? About six or seven years ago, I came up with this with a sticker on my website that says you can't coexist with people who want to kill you. I've also said that the song Give Peace a Chance is the dumbest song ever written because the world's despots will never give peace a chance. They'll say, you, oh, you want to give peace a chance? Okay, give peace a chance. Go ahead, right ahead. And we're going to kill you. Yeah, that's why that's the dumbest song ever written. Sorry, Beatles fans. It, it was a really dumb song. Uh, here is uh, this uh, this comedy troupe going to the live shot with the Hamas terrorists, uh, terrorists and being clueless. And now for a little break from all this activism, we want to say hello to our BFF. Bestie freedom fighter. Abu Fatwa in Gaza. Now, by the way, they have purple hair and whatever, and the, the, uh, the guy is unisexual, could be either sex. They got piercings in every orifice, the whole deal. You know, just like American liberals. Salam alaikum. Alaikum assalam, and inshallah, Allah will kill you all infidels. Thank there you is. so much for joining us. Love the headpiece, the all oppression chic, very drab. Mr. Fatwa, how are you? Are you safe? Oh, yes, I'm safe. I'm in a tunnel under the Gaza hospital. There you go. Above me, I have Allah and two million civilians protecting me. Community <laughs> is so important these days. <laughs> Do you need, like, humanitarian aid, food, fuel, medicine? It's okay. I have everything. I'm only hungry for rockets. As long as it's organic. Yeah. I wish I could be there with you. I hope those rockets don't run on fossil fuel. You can. You can come to Gaza anytime and we will throw you from the roof, you homosexual dirt. You homosexual dirt. We'll throw you from the roof. Do you hear? Bro, want to throw me a rooftop party. They want to throw me a rooftop party. They are so welcoming and inclusive. Oh so shukran. And you are also very welcome to come here to America. We will come. First we finish with Israel. And America is next. Oh, there you go. Great. So I guess we'll see you soon. Yes, it will be a blast. It'll be a blast. Can't wait. It'll be so multicultural. 
Yeah, Allah, you are so stupid. There Thank you go. You so much. There you go. The self-loathing commie lib. That's what they are all about. That's what they're all about. They are so into politics and kumbaya. They don't even see that uh, their enemies want to destroy them. That's just how dumb they are. And that's why I write stuff like this. So Jim Gossett, by the way. What we need to Send do. a moss to paradise, put up a parking lot. Yeah, they got to be beaten. That's just the way it is. Carpet bomb them. Let's give it all we got. Bomb, 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 bomb. A moss, they need to go. And we'll all be better off when they're gone. Send them to paradise, put up a parking lot. Bomb, 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 bomb. Dumb Joe Biden, he wants a hundred mil. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. For the same thugs that behead and kill. Because we never learn. Liberals never learn. Oh, sleepy Joe. Oh. A master helping out with this cash. Time to resign. A true leader you are not. Bom, 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 bom. Send them to paradise. Put up a parking lot. Bom, 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 bom. Bomb Hamas and put up a parking lot. Um... Bill Maher has, uh, I don't know, what. maybe the absurdity has become so overwhelming he can't defend it anymore. Maybe his years on the planet are catching up with him and he's becoming wise. I mean, he's still wrong on a lot of stuff, don't get me wrong. But he is getting some things that we all knew, and, and that doesn't hurt. Here he is talking about the liberals... And, and what I've been talking about, which is this self-loathing nonsense and this attack on Western civilization. And, and that's what it all is. Uh, you know, you look at uh, Western civilization and, and particularly what America did for Western civilization. We took the world from the Dark Ages to the moon and played golf on it. We invented everything, not everything completely, but, I don't know, radio and airplanes and I don't know, internal combustion engine and the cotton gin and jazz and rock and roll and country music and hip-hop and, I don't know, I mean, I can go on and on, uh, you know, uh, your cell phone, your your wireless phone, radio, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Western Civ. Here's Bill Maher. For all the progressives and academics who refer to Israel as an outpost of Western civilization yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, a bad yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. please note, Western civilization is what gave the world pretty much every damn liberal precept that liberals are supposed to adore. Pretty much. Individual liberty, scientific inquiry, rule of law, religious freedom, women's rights, human rights, democracy, trial by jury, freedom of speech. Please, somebody stop us before we enlighten again. <laughs> And since one can find all these concepts in today's Israel and virtually nowhere else in the Middle East, if anything, the world would be a better place if it had more Israels. I know. Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, but you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's all those evil white people's fault. The irony being that all marginalized people live better today because of Western ideals, not oh. in spite of them. Strange. Martin Luther King used Henry David Thoreau's essay, Civil Disobedience, to help shape the civil rights movement. There you go. The UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights owes its core to Rousseau and Voltaire. Hey, hey. never showed up for a sexual harassment seminar. <laughs> but without him, there's no democracy. Yes. The cop who murdered George Floyd got 21 years for violating his Fourth Amendment rights 
an idea we got directly from John Locke, who no one in college would ever study anymore because he's so old and so white and yeah. so dead. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what Letitia James said about uh, of white men of a certain age. Here's uh, oh, this is really good uh, about colonization. You know, because uh, we uh, white people in America are colonizers. And so are the Jews. Yes, that's how simple the woke are. It's never about ideas. If it was, would they be cheering on Hamas for their liberation? Liberation? To do what? More freely preside over a country where there are no laws against sexual harassment, spousal mm. rape, yeah. domestic violence, yeah. homophobia, sure. honor killings, or child marriage? This is who liberals think you should stand with? Women there should be so lucky as to get colonized by anybody else. And for the record, the Jews didn't colonize Israel or anywhere ever except maybe Boca Raton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They have majorly colonized Boca Raton. Uh, one more from, from Bill Maher about the self-destructive, self-loathing liberal uh, left. Gaza wasn't seized by Israel like India or Kenya was by the British Empire, and the partitioning of the region wasn't decided by Jews, but by a vote of the United Nations in 1947, with everyone from Russia to Haiti voting for it. But apparently they don't teach this at Drag Queen Story Hour anymore. No, they don't teach it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And like I said, this is about, uh, and one of the things was kind of funny when I was on stage in uh, Pennsylvania. And, you know, while, you know, Hannity's been doing this for 30 years, uh, you know, Beck's been doing it since 2001, all this. Uh, you know, I've been doing this now syndicated for two years, even though I'm in my 50s. I I'm glad that I I'm here doing this now because I have the life experience and the common sense uh, uh, you know, uh, afforded me uh, the life on the planet and my, my own experiences, my own education. Unfortunately, there's some people who never get it, like Bernie Sanders. They don't. But I think that it, it brought me to this place where I can objectively look at things in a different fashion and bring them to you before everybody else does. And that's what we, uh, I think we've done. I think we've done a good job of it. So anyway, um, I think it's time for uh, a little bit fun, a little bit of fun. We do a thing here uh, which would not be allowed in, uh, in Gaza. It's called the Gender Confusion Update. Gender Confusion. What is my gender today? Hey, hey. Gender Confusion. Hey, hey. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. Yeah, uh, author comes out as a transgender man after his wife came out as a trans woman, and the pair, who have a trans daughter, now live in a four-way open relationship with their trans lovers. Oh, I see this really catching on. Oh, yeah, this is great. So an author came out as transgender man, so was a... From male to... Okay, Weird. So, author came out as a transgender man after his husband. Okay, okay. So, all right. Forget. His husband transitioned from male to female. Okay. So, okay. Author has come out as a transgender man. So, the author is a woman who's a man, and the husband was a husband and became a wife. And now the couple <laughs> live in a four-way relationship with their trans lovers. Well, who tells the uh, the uh, I guess the uh, transgendered males all gives them a list of crap to do every weekend that's what i want to know i think that would convince me i don't want to transition you know really right hey welcome to it you're a man now your transgendered uh, woman wife who used to be a dude is going to give you a list of crap to do all weekend long yeah that's a lot of fun 
Who gets a headache before sex? Is it the transgendered man or the transgendered woman who rolls over and goes, you know, I really don't feel like it. I don't know. Rowan Jet Knox, formerly known as Amanda Jet Knox, announced on his social media that he was reintroducing himself as a trans man, the Toronto-based writer and activist who started taking testosterone earlier this week. Earlier this week? <laughs> I started to take it three months ago. I wasn't a woman to start with, but I'm a whole lot more of a man right now. Woo! <clears throat> anyway, Knox's wife, Zoe, was previously known as Mark, but came out as transgender. In July of 2015, after 19 years of marriage, the pair's daughter, Alexis, uh, revealed that she was transgender in uh, early 2019. Uh, I'm getting a headache. Are you getting a headache? I'm kind of getting a headache on this one. So anyway, uh, Rowan and Zoe live with their transgender partners, Danny and Dame, in the same Toronto house. Danny and Dame are themselves a couple. They have two transsexual uh, hamsters, I think, as well. Yeah, I think I'm done with that story because I can't take it anymore because it's so stupid. There's just a point where you can't take it anymore. You're like, I I, I. I can't hear any more of this. My brain is cramping up. I need to eat a banana or something. I need potassium. <sighs> On that, let's take a break. Come back for the last break of the show. And this would be The Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. So I'm hearing that uh, just five Republicans are going to be on stage for the third, uh, first, uh, third, third presidential debate. So uh, I don't have the list right in front of me. I got a confusing article from uh, the Associated Press about this. Um, uh, obviously, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Donald Trump, Doug Burgum, Asa Hutchinson, Asa Hutchinson. I don't know. I don't think he'll make it. But anyway, that's, uh, that's going on tomorrow night. Oh, this is interesting. A shark at the Chicago Zoo gave birth without ever contacting, having contact with a male. Maybe the fish was a male, identified as a female, and, uh, you know, did what we like to tell the left to do and go bleep yourself. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Did anybody see Jurassic Park? So, yeah, shark in the Chicago Zoo made history giving birth despite having no contact with any males. So it's, a, it's an epaulette shark in the habitat of the Brookfield Zoo. One of the mom's uh, eggs hatched a pup, only the second recorded case of an epaulette shark pup produced by asexual reproduction at an association of zoos and aquariums accredited facility. Okay. Just don't let it happen to the Velociraptors. So um, Pierre Polivier is the uh, is the opposition uh, party leader in Canada. He is a Trumpy-like conservative. He is uh, showing Canadian media that he's not to be trifled with, and he's making them look like fools, just like Donald Trump does every time that he confronts the media and they confront him. But I want you to listen to him react to why America or why Canadians are angry. And I want you to listen to what Justin Trudeau has done to Canada, which is the exact same thing Joe Biden has done to America with the same results. Andrew says that um, you're making people angry. Do Canadians need help making people angry? Justin Trudeau is worried that people are angry. You know what I worry about? What's that? I worry about the nurse living in her van after eight years of Trudeau. Oh, I yeah. worry about the tent cities that never existed before he was prime minister. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But now we see 
every single city in Canada. Well, that's kind of happening here. I worry about the 30,000 families that have lost loved ones to drug overdoses. Because well, that's happening here. Because of the hopeless economy and situation. Well, that's happening here, too. ...in which they find themselves. You know what I found, interestingly? What? I hold these rallies. Yes. And I invite every single person at every single rally to come and shake my hand. People aren't angry. They are hurting and they are desperate for someone who gives them hope whoa that's exactly what's going on here and the democrats keep doubling down on stupid oh there is a reckoning coming oh there is a reckoning coming by the way the first victim of uh a hamas palestinian attack was murdered in uh, Westlake Boulevard, Ventura County. His name was uh, Kessler, a Jewish man, and he was murdered by a uh, pro-Hamas protester. He was involved in an altercation that broke out between him and a young pro-Palestine protester. The protester struck Mr. Kessler in the head with a megaphone, causing him to fall to the ground and die. And die. Um, this weekend's going to be big for the country. There are going to be more of these protests, and I would venture to say you need to be uh, ready to defend yourself, defend your country, and defend people who are uh, Israeli or Jewish in the United States, because we will not let what happened in Germany in the 1930s and 40s happen here. So uh, it's time for a smackdown. It's time for the children to get a lesson. Be ready for it. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. Uh, if you want to get that wellness company emergency medical kit, twc.health slash Carson. I'm getting a lot of requests for that. twc.health slash Carson. Guys, have a glorious day. We are going to win. I know we will. Good wins. God bless you, America and Israel. Until tomorrow, dude, kids, the stupid. I'll see you then.